This is another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. For people who are never in a bad mood, everyone else is just annoying. And I'm your host, Sydney. Let's dive into what's getting under our skin this week. What is up, you guys? And welcome back to another episode of the Annoy Not Offended podcast. As always, I'm your host, Sid, sharing the latest and greatest in the news of what has gotten on my nerves this week. And you guys, it has been a minute. I'm saying what has gotten on my nerves this week, but baby, within like the last month and a half, I have so much to share with you guys, but it has been a minute in that I did not mean to leave you all hanging, but life has been extremely busy. Like, do you all realize that next week is literally March? We are done with the first quarter of the year. Not to use business terminology, but we are done with the first quarter of the year. Like, we were just talking about 2023, all of this stuff, and here we are. I... (sighs) Your girl has been going through it. And I don't mean it in a bad way. I just mean it in like, again, being extremely busy. Um, Good opportunities have been coming my way that I've been working on, as well as, you know, seeing my friends, seeing my family, attending different events, you know, going to work. So I'm just doing the best that I can. And I'm happy to be here with you guys. This is a solo episode, but we can definitely take the time to really just catch up and chat as we always do but I'm excited to be back um starting off with our favorite we have fed up or fed up. so you guys well for any new listeners let me add fed up or fucked up I tend to use this segment of the show for my audience to get to know my guests better by asking them a few questions but since it's just me we'll do a little catch up but you guys One thing that I would say used to have me fed up, not but now not as much, just because I've had a a change of heart as of recently. Is you know, I am a person who thrives working independently, like even at work and even during college, like in a classroom setting and stuff like that, I really prefer to work on my own. I'm able to just, you know, have my head down, get my tasks done, um, solve problems. Like that's, that's how, that's how I typically like to go about things. Um, but recently I was given an opportunity that pushed me out of my comfort zone, but I had to work in a group setting and it was a, a big a bit hectic again for somebody who tends to like to work by themselves oh my gosh I had to like you know not so much chit chat and things like that but just really immerse myself in a teen experience and um I do not at all think I'm the smartest person ever exists that's that's not what it is I just know when it I just know when it comes to work or goals or even problems, I prefer to do it on my own just because I know what I can accomplish. Um, I know like if I get sidetracked, how to come back to things. Like when you work in a team or work in a group setting, you really have to have not so much good communication skills, but you got to be a a people person. You don't want to be too authoritative or short or anything like that because then people are like, okay, 
this person's a bitch or this person just doesn't want to be bothered. And even then, I'm not really reserved, but I can be quiet with people who don't know me. So even then, sometimes people don't take that the right way. And people are just like, oh, well, she she isn't um, not so much looking to participate or she isn't interested in participating. And that's not always the case. Like sometimes I'm really just sitting back listening because I'm taking it all in like I'm, I'm I'm very introspective I feel like in that aspect but you guys I just had to learn more about just being more collaborative um and it honestly helped because again I know I'm not the smartest person in the room when there are things that I don't know or I don't understand, I'm happy to ask questions. And I feel like, too, when you work in a group setting with people, it's kind of nice to talk through ideas because sometimes you can get a little bit in your head like, well, what about this or what if I do it this way? And you like overthink it. Whereas when you're working on a team, people can be upfront and people can be like, oh, I don't like that idea. or Hey, did you actually think about this? Like, it's good to have a second opinion. There's nothing wrong with that. And, you know. I'm just happy I had the opportunity to learn more about that because, again, you guys, like, even in the past when I have gotten those, like, professional behavior analysis and stuff, it's always, like, Sydney's very introspective, very reserved, or it seems to be preoccupied, and I, I hate to come across that way, but that's just how I am, um, but again, maybe I'm, I'm no longer fed up with being a part of a team, it's all the best. Teamwork make the dream work, baby. But you guys, moving on to the main segment of the show. I'm actually excited about this topic. I feel like this is something we might have talked about before, but moving on to the make it make sense segment. You guys, y'all already know I am obsessed with music and I listen to a little bit of everything, but every now and then I come across a song that not only do I like the beat and like the vocals and the instruments and everything else but I like the the message behind the song and currently one of my favorite tracks that dropped just recently um is by Carrie Foe I don't know if you guys are familiar with Carrie Foe but um she is a female rapper I have loved her forever um she she did the track No Small Talk she has a few um singles with Smino like Carrie is that girl like I love her but she dropped a song called me first and when I tell you I'm obsessed like it's honestly a like I don't know I it's it's perfect I wish I could play or like integrate a small clip of the song on the episode but it's perfect and even Carrie was giving like a bit of background on the new song and she's like it's an affirmation and uh, she said, it's a reminder not to neglect your own needs in hopes of being liked or accept- accepted. It's really a self-love bop for the squirkers. Get into it. Like, I love that even more, just hearing it. But listening to the song and kind of taking in the lyrics that she says throughout it, I'm just like, why is it so hard or so challenging to really put yourself first? Like, why is that a thing? And I was doing some more research and reading up on it. And it's just so common that people tend to, or we as people, myself included, tend to neglect our own needs um, to help others or to go above and beyond. And I don't feel like, you know, I'm not 
I'm not saying we're going to venture into people pleasing, but it still takes a lot to really put yourself first. And, you know, that comes with a certain boundaries, being honest, knowing how to say no, and just even sometimes dealing with the repercussions of people not wanting you to put yourself first. Not not even in like a, a negative, like, girl, fuck you kind of way, but just like, oh my gosh, like, damn, this person is changing right before my eyes or this person doesn't have as much time for me as they used to. Like sometimes people are going through their own personal struggles or their, or their own just like things. Like, I don't know. I, I'm definitely a person. I feel like everybody is going through something. Um, and we're all on our different little journeys. So some people need more time than others or, need to have more of those lessons about putting themselves first. Um, I definitely feel like over time I've learned a lot about putting myself first. Uh, I don't think I'm a people pleaser, but I do like going out of my way to help people. And sometimes it can be a lot. And not to say that I'm just helping people and helping people expecting nothing in return. It's just like sometimes I can get in over my head with how much I can do um in a short amount of time when it's like oh baby no you pushing yourself just a little bit too much but for all of those out there that are still struggling or you know just wanting some more reassurance when it comes to putting themselves first this episode is for you because I found the perfect article about you know why putting yourself first is a little weird and a little annoying at first like you know um, a lot of times when therapists and things talk about even putting yourself first, like most times they refer back to the, you know, that whole thing about the oxygen mask. Like when you're on an airplane, like <laughs> as an adult, if you are seated next to a child, put on your oxygen mask first, then help some, then help the child next to you. Like you really have to take care of your own needs before you can go out of your way to help somebody else with their needs because you know a lot in a lot of ways if you don't do that then you're basically neglecting yourself but you guys it's very common um so again we are going to talk through some more ways that you can just put yourself first think about why why it's so important to put yourself first you know and and the and the first thing that comes with that is knowing that when you treat yourself with love, it will cause a positive ripple effect into your life. So when you go about doing things for yourself that feel good and loving, then you know, you're able to care for your friends and family out of love instead of feeling obligated resentful or even guilty um even in a 2019 study for example researchers found that student nurses sometimes neglect their own needs while training to look after others and this actually reduced their effectiveness in how well they were able to provide care to the patient so just thinking about it even from the standpoint of this is their literal job (laughs) like you have to put yourself first or it will roll over in effect other areas um putting yourself first again is so tough because we tend to have an attachment to unhealthy behaviors sometimes there is the lack of motivation um again not knowing when exactly to ask for help or even in life events can interfere with healthy behaviors like whether that be a death or like I don't know like 
losing a job or somebody close to you that happening to and you you may want more time apart but at the same time again you might feel guilty like oh my god this person is really going through it how can I be there for them and it kind of hinders your own physical and mental well-being and it's not a good thing but again I feel like just in general with the cycle of life there are going to be some times when you treat yourself better I think like not to say you go be one I don't know I'm trying to think of a way to say it like I feel like we all go through periods of doing really good with setting boundaries and sticking to things and be like okay I'm going to bed at this time or I'm cutting my phone off at this time then sometimes we're a little bit more accessible or a little bit into the people pleasing aspect I don't know maybe just me I'm just I'm just thinking about it in general um so again going back to the article from greatest they talk about how to start putting yourself first um the ability to care for oneself through awareness self-control and self-reliance in order to achieve maintain or promote optimal health and well-being yes so that's what researchers have defined self-care as so one thing is daily self-check-ins how are you doing how are you feeling? I have started doing this more recently just because I'm a person who I like to go, 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 go. And then I realized, oh my gosh, like I'm super duper drained. Or I'm super duper tired when it comes time to really do something that I want to do or an opportunity is given to me. And as of recently, I had to kind of like sit my own self down and realize like things still will get done. I just have to still grant myself time and rest. Like, I promise you, I was probably, it was probably like a Sunday or like a Friday night where I didn't have anything really to do, but I kept thinking about all the things that I could have been doing. And I just said, you know what, Sydney? Don't even worry about it. It will still get done. And I mean, it did, but I just like laid down the rest of the evening. I probably didn't call anybody or anything like that. Um, Another thing it mentions is... Pencil in what lifts you up. Make a list of things you love to do or that make you feel happy or relaxed. Then schedule time to do these things, even if it means saying no to something else. So, yeah, like I just said, definitely take the time out to really just be be even honest about what you'd like and what you don't like. Because don't be like, okay, I'm going to put myself first, but then I'm going to force myself to go to uh this high intensity workout thing or something like that like I think it's more about little things like you know what today has been a busy day but I got a lot accomplished let me treat myself to some sushi or I'm gonna go to a museum by myself or go to a movie I feel like things of that nature are really nice or even if people are like hey do you want to go out And you just order takeout for yourself and you stay in. Like, I have definitely had those days and it low-key kind of work. Set healthy boundaries. Take stock of the people in your life and how they feel around you. You can still love people and need space for them. Ding, ding, ding. I feel like this right here? Oh, baby. There are so many people I feel like don't understand that. Not even from a negative standpoint, but just don't understand that. Because, you know... I've been going through phases where I haven't talked to some of my friends as much. And I'm like, dang, like, 
I hope everything's okay with them. I've called them a few times. They haven't responded. Like, I hope they didn't feel away about anything or if they haven't heard from me in a while. And it's like, you kind of have to overstop. You have to stop overthinking that sort of thing. Like, your people who you really care about, if you're doing it in a healthy way, they know you care about them. You don't have to call and check in with them constantly every single day and I mean I think it's nice to still do things like check-ins like I will check in with my friends like hey girl just been thinking about you let me know when you free or something like that or just how have you been via text and it's not a lot to like I don't know it's not a lot to just send that or say that I feel like like that's to me not a heavy lift but even sometimes when people do call me I know how to decline a call and be like, hey, <laughs> grandma little tired. I'm going to call you back tomorrow. Or just let me know when you have some free time. Um, additionally, it also talks about how to release guilt and shame about putting yourself first. Um, yeah, I, I think this is something so many people struggle with, especially as black women, you know, being mothers, being partners, being daughters, granddaughters, aunts, um, all of these different things to so many different people. And sometimes when you tell people, no, I would, again, I don't feel like anybody just going to be like, girl, fuck you or anything like that. But some people might not take it as well. Like, oh, wow, <laughs> she's not available. Like, what does this mean? Is she always not going to be available? Is she always going to be like this? Um, Even I remember having a conversation with a relative recently who kind of called me and was going through some things and was like not so much trying to emotionally dump but was trying to emotionally dump and I'm like you know what I love you and I feel like you're going through some stuff but can we talk at another time or can I call you back later and I had to do that because I just did not have the energy nor the patience I feel like to really just sit there and listen to what they had to say and that's okay um so some of the things that they have recommended is doing a mind map this involves mapping out the thoughts, feelings, and visuals connected to your guilt or shame. How do these feelings affect your life? Um, another was pinpoint triggering situations. Dig deep and identify things where you have felt guilt or shame. Um, be willing to revisit the past. Identify the stages and ages when you felt the most shame and guilt. Hmm. Um, another one was try some meditation activities deep breathing exercises and therapeutic music like binaural beats can help you with a bit of self-care and calm racing thoughts I think that's something I definitely I want to be a person that meditates but it's it, it practice makes perfect with with everything so I need to do more of that I have been journaling so that has helped but seriously you guys the bottom line is just putting yourself first simply means not neglecting your own needs. When you care for your physical, emotional, and mental well-being, you are better setting yourself up to take care of others because you are full. And when your cup is full, you can help fill the cups of others. Not to say your cup is always going to be full. All of these methods are going to work. You know, you're just going to work up, wake up one day and just magically be able to set all of these boundaries with people. It takes time, but still... I feel like even stepping in that direction is a good thing. And, you know, just be kind to yourself. Every Everybody is learning. It's all a process. Life is a process. Like, we're going to get through a job. I promise you we will. But, you guys, moving on to the very last segment of the show. 
we have you are drove so for all my nine St. Louisans, like drove is St. Louis terminology for just when you thought something was going to work out in your favor and it did not and honestly this you are drove segment for today's episode is kind of funny because it has to do with the city of St. Louis so you guys earlier this week um a St. Louis zoo bear had a brief escape from his enclosure. So this happened on February 24th, but basically St. Louis Zoo officials shared that they were working to find a way to keep an Indian bear named Ben inside his enclosure after he escaped Thursday for the second time this month. Um, luckily the bear was only outside for less than an hour and was found only about 100 feet away from his habitat, zoo officials said in a statement. Um, the bear is four years old and weighs about 300 pounds and was tranquilized and returned to his enclosure. Uh, luckily visitors and staff were kept inside during his escapade. Um, he, he escaped, escaped before on February 7th by tearing apart clips that were attached to the stainless steel mesh to the frame of the enclosure's door. And again, he did not wander far, but oh my gosh, like he just out and about. First of all, background, you know, a little bit about me as usual. I used to work at the St. Louis Zoo during the summer. um, Well, during college in the summers when I was off and I would be back home. I worked at the concession stand with the food and that was always a thought that went through my mind. Like what if I'm just at work one day and a lion or a bear or I don't know, just some humongous wild animal escapes this enclosure and is like walking throughout the bear. And time and time again, I would tell this to my manager and other people and they would laugh and they would just be like, oh, like nothing's gonna happen. Some animals have gotten out before, but they don't go far. They have a lot of processes and things in place to just make sure that doesn't happen. But I would just still be very leery because again, and I can't say the people I work with, we were in food. We were not with the zoologist or anything like that, but them folks was careless. <laughs> they were never paying attention to anything so maybe had they been out there I would have been a little bit more worried but no seriously like that is crazy the bear got out and I also I feel very sad for the animals in the zoo like they should not be in those enclosures I feel like they should be in their natural habitat and just out and people stop by and take care of them in their homes or kind of study them to make sure they doing cool but just having them locked up in a cage like I'd be trying to escape too. If you think about it, hell, I'd be trying to escape my own house. And I have chosen this place to live. This is my natural habitat. (laughs) But you guys, that's it for this week's episode. It's been so good checking back up with you guys. Like I said, your girl got some other things going on. So I'm gonna get y'all an episode when I can. I have been in communication with some people that I want to bring on as guests. So Yeah, it's going to be happening sooner than later. But that's it. Bye, you guys. Thanks for listening to Annoyed Not Offended with See It. Have a question or interested in sharing an annoyance of your own to be read on the show? Email annoyednotoffended at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Annoyed Not Offended for more hilarious content and updates on the show. And please 
leave us a positive review on iTunes. Until next time, bye.